Hello and welcome to the Family Brand Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm a husband, a father, and an entrepreneur. My name's Melissa, and I am a wife, mother, former nurse turned real estate investor. And we believe the greatest gift you can give your child is a last name that stands for something. Your last name is your family's brand. If you are a parent who wants to raise your child to know who they are, love who they are, and believe in who they are, this show is for you. We promise to bring you real and authentic conversations with parents and experts who are committed to making their family their life's most important work. This show will help you take a stand for your family and to raise your children by design, not default. 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than by the ones you did. So throw off the bowlines, sell away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, discover by Mark Twain. Welcome to this week's episode of the Family Brand Podcast. And I share that quote and I start this episode off because by the time you listen to this episode, it is likely that we will have moved from Hawaii back to Arizona. And it's hard to say that. And so this is uh, this is our first publicly announcing that our our time for now, this season of our lives has come to an end here in Hawaii. And we feel really sad. We also feel really excited about a new adventure in Arizona we'll tell you more about. I'm probably going to cry in this episode. <laughs> Fair warning, we probably we probably will, both will. And I just, I wanted to, I suggest Melissa we shoot this episode because I just think there's so many things that we've learned. Obviously, we've been sharing some of the lessons about Hawaii, but I think not just lessons we've learned from Hawaii, but the lesson we've learned from going just on this adventure. You know, if you listen back to the episode that we shot, one of our first episodes called Dear Home, you get a real sense. This is over a year ago when we just sold our home in Gilbert that for us was just a magical place. And we'd created so many amazing memories there. And it still is a magical place to us. We were just heartbroken and devastated. And, and a day or two after selling that home, Melissa and I were both kind of like, what did we do? Like, are we making the right decision? And we talked about this quote right here. And we said, well, will we, will we regret more having done it or not having done it? And instantly, both of us were like, well, we'll regret more not having done it. And I feel like this is what we've done. Like, we've thrown off the bow lines. We sailed away from the safe harbor. We've caught the trade winds in ourselves. We've explored, dreamed, and discovered in this beautiful, beautiful land of Hawaii on the North Shore of Oahu with these beautiful just people who have just been so kind and gracious to us and our children. And it's just been a magical year. And if this is your first, maybe this is your first podcast you've ever heard us us do. And if that's the case, a tiny bit of background is Chris and I were born and raised in Arizona, lived there our entire lives. And then last year we decided to sell our home, sell our cars, almost everything and moved to Hawaii to do something different, take an adventure. And it was, and it was because we actually really felt called, you know, it wasn't just this, Hey, let's move to Hawaii, which would be fine. But we just, something was calling to us to go on an adventure and, and specifically called us to be here in Hawaii. And it was interesting because I've just really been torn about this decision. Like, because in our minds and on paper, it, Nothing makes sense about leaving Hawaii. Like our children are absolutely flourishing here. Like they just, they just are in so many ways and they have such great friends and Melissa and I are flourishing here, but in our hearts, 
we just, we feel called to be back in Arizona. Like we truly believe that's where God wants us to be. And I, I made this comment to Melissa the other night. I said, man, it would be so much easier though to move back if our kids were just miserable here. Like if our kids hated it here. And I almost found myself wishing for that. Like, oh, I just wish my kids were miserable so that it would be easier to move back. And then I thought, what the heck am I saying? That's so ridiculous. Like, why would I want my kids to be miserable? And I had this new thought that like really gave me an appreciation that I'm actually really grateful that we're, we will be devastated to move. I'm grateful that we will be heartbroken because to me, that means we really lived and that means we really loved and we were loved. And I hope every place we leave for the rest of our lives, we're heartbroken and devastated because that really says something about our experience there. It says something about the magic that was created there and the relationships and the bonds that were forged. Just like we were devastated to leave Gilbert, we were devastated because we loved it there and we feel like we really lived and we were loved by people. And I'm just super grateful, yeah, for this for this journey. And I don't feel like it's just a chapter. I don't feel like the the story is closed on Hawaii for the Smith family. I feel like it'll always be part of us. We'll always come back here. And now the ocean and that life is is part of us as well. I love to split time, split time here somehow. Make sure we always get back. There's a lot of people here here on the North Shore. I guess where we know people for the most part, uh, there's a lot of people that come and go and never, never really, really leave. I'd love to be one of those people. Totally. And that's, that's what's beautiful about life is we can create it to be that Melissa. Like we can create whatever we want. We can create, you know, our home base in Arizona and then split time between Arizona and here and get to the beach a lot in California. But I think that maybe part of the focus for me of this episode is, is like, is that really how our lives are unfolding for us? Like, are we really living? Like, are we really exploring and dreaming, discovering? Are we letting the, the trade winds catch our sails? Are we sailing away from the safe harbor? And are we following like our, the calling? I also love this quote by Oscar Wilde. He says, to live is the rarest thing in the world. Most people exist and that is all. And I don't want to exist. <laughs> like, I really want to live. So what's interesting is how this kind of started is, you know, we're moving back to actually my hometown, Pima, Arizona, where I was born and raised. And Melissa and I have never lived there as a married couple. We met there. Melissa is from Gilbert, Arizona, which is like two and a half hours away from this real small kind of farming, ranching, mining community. And we met there at the junior college, had a, had a, just a magical time with friends and loved being there at school. But then we got engaged and got married and never lived there. And over the years, we've kind of joked like, oh, it'd be fun to, you know, maybe live in Pima, raise our kids here, but never really took it serious, never considers, you know, serious consideration. And we've been married 16 years. So it's been a really long time. Yeah. And the, mo- the majority of that we 16 years we've lived other than this year is just a couple, like two and a half hours away. So we were always close. And what's interesting is almost like we had to leave to go to Hawaii <laughs> to get called back to Pima, it, you know, in some way. Yeah, I don't feel like for whatever reason we would have left Gilbert, which is a suburb of Phoenix, basically. I don't feel like we could have <laughs> would have ever moved from Gilbert to Viva, but somehow it makes more sense that we're moving from Hawaii to Viva. Totally. Yeah, so we went back to the mainland this summer for six weeks. Really what the the kind of the the main reason we're going back was for a couple of weddings, my niece's wedding and Melissa's brother's wedding. And then we decided, well, while we're here, let's stay on the mainland for a while. So we, we stayed about a week in Gilbert, about a week and a half in Pima. And then we stayed about a month in Park City. And what was interesting, Melissa and I had both had the same exact feeling and thought while in Pima. We didn't share it with each other for probably 
few weeks, not until like partway into our Park City trip. I remember it different. I, re- I remember we pulled into town and into Pima, that is, and the sun was going down. There's tons of uh, farming there, mostly cotton. I just remember pulling to town as the sun's going down, like over all these cotton fields and just being like, wow, this feels like really good being here. And, yeah. And then taking a walk later that night and just talking about this feels like home. Like this is really interesting and super weird. How does this little town here feel so comfortable and feel so much like home? Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Now that you say that I do. And it wasn't even on our radar. I remember though, I was talking about another night, like we kind of shelved it. And I don't remember us talking about a whole lot more mm-hmm. than maybe I'm thinking about on a, I remember a date when we went on park city and we're like, yeah, that it did feel like home when we were there. But again, it wasn't, we weren't, we were not seeking that out. It wasn't on our radar, just like we weren't seeking out selling everything we owned and Gilbert and coming here. Just, just those things. I'm just learning more and more in my life that when they come up, it's almost like they grab you. And that is the opportunity to like, what is that? Like, not just dismiss that, but follow that urge, follow that, that prompting, that calling. And so we had that experience. We talked about it a little bit more in Park City and then came back to Hawaii knowing that we were here from August to December. Never really, for a while, they didn't talk about it a lot, I would say. You know, mm-hmm. we'd, we'd kind of floated the idea to our kids. And then one night, sun was going down. It was about dark. Melissa was making dinner. I'd been working and just wasn't feeling super good, like just kind of just tired and I just felt like, you know, I want to go get in the ocean. I think I'd feel so much better if I just went and took a dip in the ocean. Something that I, I don't ever do. I just went by myself. I went down to Waimea Bay, which for those of you know, that know Waimea Bay, it's just maybe one of the, the most beautiful beaches and bays like in the world. And it's maybe a seven minute drive from our house. We're fortunate like that. And the, has the most beautiful sunsets and just the way the, the rocks and just, I don't know. It's just incredible. Yeah. And so I float in the ocean there for a little while, swim around. I remember this young family that was having fun with their fam, their kids in the in the beach, and I, I was kind of getting a kick out of them. And then I just I just went and sat on the sand, and I'm looking off into this like beautiful sunset, <laughs> like with some sailboats. I mean, it's just like a scene out of the movie. It's just so beautiful. And all of a sudden, I just have this thought that's just so, so clear, and it just said, "It's time to go home." And I knew that when I had that thought, it was it's time to go like home, home to your hometown. And I just came home and then that night and I told Melissa and the kids, I said, I just had this experience where I, I think it's time to go home. And yeah, it's just like this wrestle with all these emotions of just like, how do I, you know, just the wrestle between trusting, trusting the decision. Like it's a big decision to move your family when your children are doing so well. And, and I felt this responsibility now, I, I felt better knowing that Melissa had had her own experience in Pima where she felt that same thing. But then this was like definitely a stronger impression of feeling from me. And man, it's been this back and forth. Because like, it's been this really interesting experience to discern between our head and our heart. And we've talked a lot about that. Because in our heads, we can come up with all these reasons why we should stay here. But then the minute we say, okay, but what do we feel in our hearts? And we sink into that every time. It's like, yeah, for whatever reason, our time here is done for this at this time for this season even though like like you said in our heads like how can you ever be like i'm moving from (laughs) from this most beautiful place to this little this little town in in the middle of nowhere arizona basically just doesn't make sense and at the same time 
there's so many beautiful things about this this little town, this little community that we love. And like we said, when we when we went there this summer, the sun was going down, and there's the Gila Mountains and the Grand Mountains, and these cotton fields. It is beautiful in a totally different way. Yeah, in its own way, it is. It's almost equally as beautiful. And I do, I do keep thinking about that as as it gets closer to the time when we move. Like, there's a lot of things that I know where we are excited excited about. Like, we've never lived truly in a small town with our kids they've never experienced what is it like going to school in a small town or where you know everybody and everybody knows you and i think it'll be i'm sure there'll be challenges but we're ready ready to take them on where everyone's getting excited about it yeah and my parents are there we're really excited about the idea of living close to my mom and dad and just yeah just have some new experiences and i and i would actually say that i'm really because of what's happened here in hawaii like feeling called to come here and not even knowing why. And then over time, kind of having some of the reasons why made known to us as a family and me individually. Like I have to say, like I'm really excited for what God has in store for our family in Pima and what God has in store for me. Because I can tell you my life has just been blessed being in Hawaii. Like I could have never imagined some of the things that God has would have had in store for me here and the way he's been able to use me. And I, I truly feel like I've made a difference here in the youth that I'm able to work with at church and just some people's lives. And there's been some people who've made a profound difference for me. So I think, I think the thing I'm grateful for more than anything from my experience about Hawaii, obviously I'm, I'm grateful for just like that. We could say we lived in Hawaii for a year and the experiences our children had and we had and the ocean and the beach and some of those just like epic things. But I'm even more grateful for, I, I, the way I look at it, I'm just, I'm grateful for how God has used me. And I've just, I've really had the feeling here in Hawaii. And as we prepare to move that, that God is really aware of me and he's really aware of our family and he's going to take care of us. And I know you've been, you, you kind of alluded to it earlier. You've been nervous in a way that like that this decision you want Although you, I think, were the first person to kind of verbalize, hey, I'm feeling like we should move to Pima. And it's your hometown that you're feeling a little bit of responsibility. Yeah, for sure. I felt a lot of pressure around, man, I, again, I knew that Melissa had her own experience and I knew that the kids were on board with it. And yet also like very sad, like our kids love the ocean, right? They love their friends here. But even with that, yeah, it has been, I would say, really largely driven by me. And so Melissa had an experience here recently that was just really, I think, awesome for her. But a lot of ways, it was really awesome for me, too, because it, it kind of gave me some assurance that that we're aligned in this, just just like we were in coming to Hawaii. We're aligned with leaving. Yeah. And and oh, this is probably the part where I'll start crying. But I know that I kind of wanted to have, like, I feel good about moving, but I'm like, I need to know like I need to know for sure that there's another the Hawaii's not our next thing, I guess. And I don't want to overuse the word magical, but I'm gonna use it again because Hawaii has been so magical. I guess it's a dream a dream I've always had. Not necessarily Hawaii, but I wanted to live somewhere different with our kids for for a year or so and it just so happened that that it was Hawaii 
And like Chris said, everyone is doing so good. Like I have little surfers now. <laughs> they love surfing. Um, they love the ocean. Everyone's just doing so good. <laughs> Chris and I included. So the thought of leaving was just like feeling super heavy. And I was having a moment because I was feeling overwhelmed <laughs> with all the all the things that were, you know, it's as, it, as it's getting closer, like the day is getting closer when we're moving. You know, the to-do list is just getting like a mile long trying to move across a big ocean. And so I was just getting super overwhelmed by it one day. And I'm sure everyone in the family was feeling, was feeling it. And because I wasn't handling it very well. And I told Chris, again, the sun was going down at the end of the day. And I was like, I feel like I just need a minute. I was like, I'm going to, I don't even remember what I said, but I was like, I'm going to go for a little bit. And so Chris was very gracious to, (laughs) you were actually probably terrified. (laughs) We're like, please leave. (laughs) No. Um, and so he, anyway, so Chris was like, okay, I'm going to take over the dinner thing. I got the kids. Yeah, go. And so I, I left and I chose YMA Bay too, for whatever reason. The magical, the one, the wonderful YMA Bay <laughs> that delivers again. <laughs> so I went to YMA Bay. Yeah. And I was just, again, the sun was going down and I brought my journal because that's my new favorite thing this year is writing in my journal because I just feel I just feel like it allows me to like process my thoughts a little bit easier. Anyway, so I brought my journal and I was like, just trying to journal, like what is going on with me? Like I've got to get, I got to get this like out on paper. And, and then I was just kind of sitting there like still. And I, I kind of asked God, I'm like, okay, God, what, what do I need to know in, in this moment? here on the beach and I was just watching like the tides like coming in and out and just thinking about or the waves coming in and out thinking about the tides and and just how everything's so perfectly like planned (laughs) there's just like a season and there's um just regularity things that you can count on with with all of it and I just had this overwhelming feeling like like God looking down on me in that moment, like, Hey, I see you. And I'm trying to think best how to describe this. And just like, I guess there's a scripture, like consider the lilies of the field. Like that talks about God, God sees like, (laughs) he sees everything. He sees his, the tides, he sees the, you know, the, the lilies or the birds, like they're all like under his, under his watchful care. And I was like, okay, like he sees me. I know that God sees me. And then I had my next thought was like, and like this next season for you is somewhere is in Pima. Like that's new, that's your next season. And even though it doesn't make sense to you, like I got you. And and then I had this, this next thought was a scripture actually, which I looked up when I came home and it was, it's in Isaiah, which I'm like, I see at some point in my life, I 
absorbed scriptures. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when, <laughs> but they came, they come up when I, when I need them. So this is the scripture in Isaiah. It says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts higher than your thoughts. And I just felt like, even though it doesn't make sense to you, like, because you're kind of in the middle of it, I see it all. And I got you. Anyway. And so that was my moment and to be like, okay, I can I can do it. I really want to stay in Hawaii. I'm loving Hawaii, but I can trust that there's more for us in Pima right now. It's awesome, Liz. You're awesome. You're awesome. Waimea Bay is awesome. My goodness. <laughs> if you ever need to figure out a life's problem, just fly out and spend some time at Waimea Bay. Maybe it's got to be when the sun's so. going down, though, I guess. That was super comforting to me to know that, again, that we're aligned in this, right? That we both each had our own, you know, impression and download and insight, revelation, whatever you want to call it, that, that this is what's best for our family. And I've just been so just just amazed by our kids and so grateful for them. Like, I know this is hard for them. There's one of our kids that actually wants to leave and they all want to go to Arizona. I, I think you can have both, right? Like, none of them want to leave and they're excited to go. But just, and, and, and there's going to be some harder days, right? When we actually leave and getting there and making, I know, like, just, just like it was coming here, but, but I don't regret any of it. It's kind of going back to that initial thought. It was like, man, I really wish that, I wish we were miserable here. Or I wish, definitely wish my kids were miserable here. It'd be easy to leave. And then I just thought, no, like, that's not living. In fact, like the goal for me, like I said, is that, man, I want to have the goal that everywhere I go, that part of me is so grateful for the time I got to spend there. And I'm devastated and heartbroken to leave because that is a sign of like really living. And I just, and it's also a sign that you've, you've been loved and accepted. And we just feel that so strongly here, you know, to anyone that does listen to this podcast that has been part of our journey here in Hawaii, just we just have so much gratitude for you. And I mean, there's so many people, like I wouldn't even begin to start naming anyone, but just so many people that have poured into our family and into our children and just shown us so much aloha and just love and affection. And it's been remarkable. And that'll always be part of us. But I just encourage you to, man, yeah, 20 years from now, you'll be more disappointed by the things you didn't do by the, than by the ones you did. Like, just go for it. Like, and look, I'm not. I'm not moving back to Pima with the idea that we can't replicate the magic of 2021. Like my, my intention is that, and we're going to talk about this more in an upcoming episode about have you, how to have your best year ever. But the secret is how to have your best year ever, every year. But for me, I'm not going back to Pima with the intention of, oh, it'll be good, but it won't be 2020. My intention is that 2022 is going to be better than 2021 in Pima. Like, cause we're going to live, we're going to create magic there. We're going to still explore and, dream and create magic and possibilities as a family and struggle together and overcome together. And I'm grateful for promptings. I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for whatever that thing is that just rises up in us that just starts to call to us. And I hope that in my life, I can learn to answer that call with more and more courage every time and maybe recognize it faster and respond to it faster. Because I think on the other side of those callings is, is a lot of magic and a lot of growth and a lot of, and I think when we're willing to answer the call, 
it sends a message to God that, Hey, you can count on me. Like I'm a person that you can, like, if you, if you call me to something, I'm going to answer it and you can count on me and you can use me. Yeah. I love that. And I guess one outcome I would want from this episode for anyone listening is even if you know what you're, what you're wanting to do or create, even if that does it, even if it doesn't make sense to anyone around you or even to yourself, but you know, that's like the right move for you, the right choice for you. Like, don't be afraid to go to go for it. Yeah, I would say I, I don't know that we talked to anyone. We I mean, we talked to a lot of people and we told them we we're going to sell everything we own and move to Hawaii. We talked to a lot of people that thought it was cool, like they were inspired by it. They were in, they were kind of in awe of it sometimes. But I don't know that we talked to anyone that was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I think even the people that thought it was cool was like, but they'd say like, oh that's awesome, but why? Why are you doing this? Like, what about your business? What about all your family? What about you know? What about your home? I know you guys in. The reality is, though, most of the things that really call to us won't make sense. If it, it, because if it did, it wouldn't probably be calling to us. That's what's so cool about it, though. Like the adventure, like really living, it won't make sense, even to you sometimes. But that's what's so. I guess that is the adventure. Like that is the part that's magical. The stuff that makes sense is like, oh yeah, like go to college, get a good job, stay in the same place for you know. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. And I don't want to paint that picture at all. But like the types of things that make sense, I guess is what I'm saying is a better way to say it. The, the types of things that typically make sense are the things we should do. The things we're supposed to do. Like the things that like kind of just thinking inside the box. That's the stuff that makes sense. But the most incredible experiences I've had in my life and with my family and my business and entrepreneurialism, like none of it made sense. All of it was a risk. All of it was filled with unknown and uncertainty. All of it was leaving something comfortable, leaving something safe. Just do more of that. <laughs> like just really, really live. Yeah, I was trying to pull up pull up your other quote. I, I like that one. Yeah, to live is the rarest thing in the world. Most people exist, and that is all. Oscar Wilde. Yeah, I just started thinking. I started thinking of all these really amazing quotes that I'd heard of the years, like. You know, it's only when we become aware that our time is limited that we can channel our energy into truly living. A truly living human cannot remain neutral or not remain neutral. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Steve Jobs. I mean, there's all these. And it doesn't also mean like true living doesn't also mean you have to like move somewhere. You can stay in the same place forever, like, but but still like maybe go on lots of adventures from there or it's it's whatever that whatever it is for you it doesn't have to be moving out of any place or doing anything crazy like but just being living true to what you really want and what's best for you and your family yeah and i feel like i guess in closing here i, I also want to acknowledge those of you who you know I, I know there's some of you who've been on the journey with us you know there's people that we hear from that have listened to our very first podcast episode that still falls to this day and i just feel so grateful for you like I, I, we had no, I mean, if you'd asked me when we first did our first podcast episode over a year ago, if I still thought we'd be doing a weekly podcast every week, I, I, I wouldn't have said no, but I, I wouldn't have had, I'd had, I don't know what kind of expectations I would have had, but it's been amazing. And we haven't missed a week. That's what's been incredible in a year. So dang proud of us. <laughs> if anyone knows us personally, this is a great accomplishment for us. And yeah, and we hope that we hope our story of our our adventure here and 
Hawaii and our adventure back. We hope, hope it inspires something in you, just like so many people have inspired us to really live. Thank you, guys. And thank you for being here. We will see you next week. Probably coming at you from Arizona. Aloha. Hey there. Thanks for listening to today's episode. To show our appreciation, we want to offer you a free gift. We have an incredible online course you can get now by going to familybrand.com or by following the link in the show notes. And while you're there at familybrand.com, be sure to follow us on social media so that we can go on this journey together. Lastly, if this podcast has impacted you, we ask that you share it with another powerful family in your life and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. We will see you in the next episode.